0: My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. Judd and Declan, uh, since we talked to you last time. the Wild actually had a far too exciting game with the Nashville Predators, in which they led by a couple goals and blew the lead in the last minute of the game as none other than Nino Niederreiter tied the score. And then um, right after that, shortly after that, Jonas Brodeen took a shot that hit Ryan Hartman in the chest and bounced into the goal, and the Wild had a win. So the Wild plays the Los Angeles Kings tonight. We are recording this on Tuesday morning. Uh, The Wild 65 points is two up on Calgary, which lost to Philadelphia for the second and final wild card spot. Colorado Avalanche are in third place in the Central, only two points ahead of the Wild. But, of course, those two points come from the game that Marc-Andre Fleury started last uh, Wednesday, which was a disaster for the Flower, uh, Philip Gustafson has started both games since. And Declan, we have some trade scuttlebutt, some more, right. and we'll have plenty of this until March 3rd. I want to get to a note that I actually got regarding the Wilds' involvement in our comments on Saturday on the Ryan O'Reilly trade. But why don't you give us the latest name that you were telling me about that's been unearthed in the Wild trade? scuttlebutt discussion
1: yeah i I saw on the athletic because i know um and you might be able to add this a little bit there was a ton of scouts at uh, the xl energy center over the weekend one of them uh, being the detroit red wings assistant general manager sean horkoff um and the wild uh, according to the athletic from michael russo and joe smith have expressed interest in pending free agent tyler bertuzzi and uh it's i think it's a little i think what They're they're insinuating here, too, and they're reporting that they've expressed interest. But also when an assistant GM himself, not just a scout, right, not just some slappy scout that that every team employs. And I don't mean to crap on scouts. But when the assistant GM actually shows up to watch someone, there is clear, you know, at least there's been more than just dialogue, right? There's been more than just a, hey, we're interested in this guy. Do you want to facilitate a trade? So Tyler Bertuzzi, a uh, I believe a pending UFA as well. Uh, a guy who scored 30 goals a season ago, but this year has been hurt, um, hasn't been the same player. What is uh, does Tyler Rizzuti do anything for you, Judd Zolgat?
0: Uh, he does in the short term. Keep in mind, so the Eastern Conference is weird because one, it's super competitive, and two, Detroit right now has 60 points, which puts them well out of the of the uh, potential pecking order of playoff teams in the conference, but it only puts them four points behind the Florida Panthers for the second and final wildcard spot, and five points behind the Islanders for the first wildcard spot. So one is, I think Detroit's very much probably undecided on what their direction is, because they've been trying for a long time now to get back to relevance. Steve Eiserman's a good GM. He's going to drive a tough bargain. The interesting thing that Detroit has long-term is they are trying to get a deal done with, of course, hometown hero Dylan Larkin. And he is a marvelous player. He Love should him. stay there. But, but you know, Stevie Y, in Stevie Y fashion, is trying to, I think, the Larkin camp would say, lowball him. So then the question gets to be, from a salary cap standpoint, how much cap are you going to take in from your existing players? Uh, but one, I'm not convinced that Pertuzzi is for sure available. Like, I think he's being probably dangled out there um, as far as teams are concerned. But I don't know that that's going to be, a realistic one and the other thing that i want to get into and we talked about this on saturday and i got i got pushback on twitter from a viewer and i i appreciate it but i think it's worth a discussion so i said when the wild served as facilitators in picking up 25 percent of ryan O'Re- o'reilly's salary cap hit which we talked about and facilitated the trade with the uh, toronto maple Leafs and st louis blues i said i think that gives you a clear direction of where bill Guerin's head is right the note I got back is, no, they've still got a ton of cap space, which they do for the time being. It means nothing. It's just uh, it's just they, they got involved, blah, blah, blah. And it's a good point. My comeback is or was, I understand all that, but I think it's tipping their hand. And when we're talking about guys whose contracts are going to be up, who the Wild can in no way, shape, or form keep, all right, we give credit. To Bill Guerin last year for going all in on us on some players, um, and definitely feeling like a team that was really good in the regular season had a chance. Bill Guerin's not a dumb dude, and Bill Guerin, I don't think it's going to pursue fool's gold. So my point on the O'Reilly trade was, I think that's much more instructive of what his of where he he's at, and I don't think barely get, getting by Nashville, or you know what, a two one win against Dallas and OT is going to cause Bill Guerin to say, hold on a second here. We are scoring goals again, and we got a chance to make a playoff run. I just don't see it. So my point is, I think the O'Reilly trade is instructive of where his mind is at, and I would be incredibly surprised to see him give up what the asking price would be, Declan, for a Bertuzzi from a farm system that is growing, that is really good, and that I think gives you a lot of hope for the future. I don't know that you're going to want to de- con- start to deconstruct that right now because I just don't think this team is that competitive. I-, I think they're okay, but I don't look at them and say, man, if you had a top six guy, that is going to take you on a playoff run. I know the Western Conference is jumbled, but I, I just don't think that's how Bill Garrett thinks.
1: So let's stick on Bertuzzi here just for a second before we get into the acquisition or the price it would acquire to get him. So. You know, he had 30 goals last season and just 68 games, too, by the way. So he had 62 points in 68 games The season before, two seasons before that, uh, full seasons, I should say, 21 goals, 21 goals. So he's a decent goal scorer. He's 27 years old. Um, not the same game-breaking level that Kevin Fiala would be, but certainly a welcome addition, most likely, right, pairing with Matt Boldy. That gives Boldy another dynamic player to play with. Um he will be turning actually 28 here in a couple days. So he'll be entering his age 28 season uh, starting next year. Currently, cap hit wise, he's making a 4.7 uh, AAV. So he's in due for a potential raise there. I don't think it's a significantly big raise. I would be shocked if it was even at six. I think it's somewhere between five and six personally. Um, now he might hold out and say, no, I do want more than six. When I've been on the ice, I've been a damn good player. But I'm just, I'm just, that's me being a projected Cap Geek, there that he's probably going to command somewhere between five and six million AAV. Um, again, a true UFA to this summer. So no RFA status. The team doesn't control his rights. He can negotiate with any team starting in the off season. Um, you know, adding to the list too, of what the wow could give up, you know, Jordan Greenway's name's also been bandied about. I don't think it's just a player for player swap. Tyler Bertuzzi for Jordan Greenway necessarily, because that would be obviously a pretty lopsided trade um, for the, from, De- from Detroit side of things. But is it Jordan Greenway, which would free up $3 million, also with a future second-round pick, future third-round pick?
0: More. More.
1: More than that. More?
0: Stevie Y. Stevie Y is one of the best. He built Tampa Bay. No, it's a probably a first-round pick. It's probably a first-round pick or prospects. And Greenway, he'd take him as a throw-in. Right, yeah, he'd be the... Jordan Greenway would mean nothing to to Steve. So it would be a first-round pick in Greenway. He, he'd be taking... Greenway as a courtesy. But, I mean, I just I don't think from Bill Guerin's standpoint, like, look, I have advocated trying to get Boldy with better players, but I don't think I'm going to give up young potential right now. And I am certainly, you know, I mean, th- this show has made it very clear before, we are not prudes on trades. <laughs> so, like, this is not a, oh, I love my farm system, I'm never going to give in. But that's all timing, right? Like, do you want to give up? Uh, when you watch this team, How much do you watch this team and think, okay, I'd give up some substantial assets because I think that they can make a run. I just don't, I don't see it. They can't score goals five on five, not consistently. And I mean, before anybody mentions scoring three or four goals, five on five against the Predators, the Predators do the Suter and Parisi wild teams proud in lack of give a damn. Yeah. And then of course they come back and they're like, oh, look at Nino scored the tying goal. Oh, bleep you guys. You guys are lazy and you're not that good. So the reality is, I just, you know, Bill Guerin has said from from his mid season sort of state of the wild update decks. He has said, you know, I'll do what this team sort of instructs me as far as what I see from them. And he's a pretty down to earth normal guy. So, like, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's one, he's one of these pie in the sky guys. So the reality is, I don't think they've shown him enough to make a significant trade for a guy who's going to almost certainly walk because you simply can't afford to keep him.
1: Yeah, it, it would be a tough, it would be a tougher one if they're not just going to give him away for free. Um, but look, they they lack a dynamic scoring forward. They missed that with Kevin Fiala. And although Bertuzzi, not the same caliber player of ceiling of, of Fiala's ability, I would be interested right. in this. I, I wouldn't rule this out. And if you could get him for the right price, I would be in on a trade like this. I think he'd help out your offense. You can potentially control him for a few years. Makes things easier for you. I, I, I'd i be interested in this. And yes, it does come down obviously to the acquisition, of course, like all trades do. But I wouldn't be completely out on this trade. I actually really like Tyler Bertuzzi. I think it'd be a great pair with Matt Boldy. I'd be, I'd be in on potentially trying to pull a trade down with this
0: guy. Yeah. I just think by the time I, I think we're close enough to the deadline. Now the prices are going to be high. Yeah. And, and I just don't think that this team is worth unlike a year ago. I don't think this, this wild team is worth investing in. I just don't, I just don't see the, I don't see the run. I don't see enough uh, competent. you know, big time players now. I, I mean, hell they, they went in the playoffs a year ago with, there and got bounced um i still have questions about the head coach (laughs) like there's a lot of things here that we're seeing play out that i find to be very interesting totally um and i'm guessing bill Guerin does too but you know yes if you can get a guy at the right price but i don't but i think the closer that we get to march 3rd the right price goes out the window because somebody's going to pay a dumb price and and if you look dex right now the competitive teams left in both conferences, like like as far as playoff potential playoff teams, I gotta think that somebody's gonna swoop in and make a make what the wild would consider to be a dumb deal. And I just don't see Bill Guerin making a dumb deal for a team that he invested in way more last season and didn't get the return on.
1: Absolutely. A little piece of uh, reckless speculation here from listener Brandon who emails and via the Score North app, a big fan of Judd's Hockey Show. He says, hey guys, I want to get your thoughts on something. I agree with you that this wild team is not a cup contender right now and Billy G made it it clear that he is not going to give up the farm this year by even paying for Ryan O'Reilly's contract. So, if we aren't going in this year, why not get the most value for what we have now through trading the value? I'm not talking about trade i am talking excuse me about trading gus bus i am talking about trading Ooh, philip oh, oh, gustafson oh, oh. no one is talking about this oh, everyone is my. bringing up dumba and green bay A uh, greenway excuse me what are we going to get for them they i want have, them in green bay yeah a ham sandwich and a bag of pucks gus is on the last year of his contract why not trade him to a goalie needy team like vegas la the kraken Wallstead's already the future cash in now what do you think about this extremely, extremely piece, big piece? Reckless a reckless speculation from a listener Brandon.
0: Until you mentioned this, right before we started, I had like I hadn't even given this a second of thought. I hadn't even given a second thought. And what I'm going to do is give full credit for creativity here, <laughs> like. The amount of creativity of like okay, um, but no, I would not do, do this. I think you have stumbled upon, and I'm sure that the Wild would say we didn't stumble. We knew exactly what we were doing. I think you've stumbled upon a guy. I mean, you need two goaltenders now, and if Wallstead is theoretically prepared to play next season at some point here, like I, they're they're slow. They're going to slow cook him, and you know what? We, we've talked about how weird and how fickle goaltenders are. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a problem with that. Um, but you know, if you're going to slow cook Wallstadt and and Gustafson has been as good as he has, um unless you got a unless you got an absolutely through the roof asking price for, for him or return, um, no. And part of it is because there is no such thing now, and I don't think, as a true number one. Goaltender, like if Wallstead's really good, he's still not going to just carry you consistently. So I'm out, but I love the speculation. Like I absolutely love it, and I totally get get it. I just don't see it as being like I think that you've got perhaps a goaltender here that can pair with Wallstead for the long term.
1: Absolutely, yeah. The, How about you? I I'm I'm curious on this. I I really like it it's um, because it's just a volatile position and if if like a team like the Kings or the Kraken want to give you like their first round pick for it. I mean, dude, I, I at least listen to that. I entertain, I entertain that offer. Uh, Gustafson could completely turn to the goal. He was in Ottawa last year. He wasn't good. Um, and if Wallstead's your future, you can always fu- like the Cam Talbots, the backup goalies, those guys always exist in free agency. You can supplement that. Yes. The, the, uh, the projection on 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 Gustafson has exceeded expectations tenfold. That's that's for true. But if he regresses down to a goaltender, and right now he's worth a potential first-round pick for a desperate, needy team that's looking to, obviously, save their goaltending, which always goaltenders are always in the move. Teams are always looking trying to make their goaltending better by the playoffs. Man, I'd be entertained by this. I don't love it. I I think the Wild should probably keep him, because I don't know, also, just the career of flurry. Like, what if Marc Andre wants to hang it up? Like what if Mark Andre says, you know what? I I came back, I tried, and I'm 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 just I'm gonna retire here. Um, I'm done. And then at least you can still bridge that gap with Gustafson and maybe a free agent Endor Wallstead. You know, it makes the path a little easier before Jesper's ready to be your um, number one true guy. But man, I'm I'm not completely out on this. I love this idea.
0: To be clear on Gus, he is going to be he, he is not a an unrestricted free agent after the season. So you do control him like you're you are going to have to pay him more. Yep, you can, but, he's, RFA. but he's your but he's your uh, your player. You you retain the rights as a restricted free agent to him. So that's one thing to, to keep him. I also don't know. So if I'm Bill Garrett, I'm not going to make a big trade to, like, help this team because I don't think that this team is good enough to. To make it worth my while that being said i don't know that you can trade gus bus out from under this team like i think that there's probably a happy medium here if you if you were stinking up the joint and we're a non-playoff team for sure and gus was playing well now i think this makes that idea a little bit more a little bit more fruitful sure but you know this is still a team in a playoff position and there's one goaltender who's playing really, really well. Can you afford to, to be like, sorry about that, boys? <laughs> so like, th- that's a fine line. But as far as creativity points, this one goes to the top of the list. Oh, it's great. It's a great like, piece. I'm sure that there are some fans who are going to be like, that's the stupidest thing. Can't believe you guys discussed it. But a reckless spe- a speculation creativity report card, this gets an A. I just couldn't do it.
1: Yeah. No, I love this. I love this piece of, uh, of reckless speculation. It's It's great. It's very juicy. It's juicy. Thank
0: you very much for that. All right, Declan. Um, so h- hockey players, mm-hmm. hockey players use knives on their feet. And yes. one of the most important thing is that those knives are always sharp <laughs> as can be. And that's done by the athletic staff, the, the trainers and the equipment guys. But if you have a knife in your drawer at home, and let's say it's a nice knife, but let's say it's gotten dull, yeah. just like a hockey skate knife. Yeah, it does. who do you go? Who do you go to for your sharpen?
1: I go to my guy Joseph at Vibron. I, I walk in just like maybe uh, Kalen Addison does with his skates, who's being scratched a lot. Like, hey, um, I need these skates sharpened. Right, I need, I need I need to sharpen these skates. I have a confession to make. These skates are dull. I'm not moving my feet a lot. Okay, I need to sharpen <laughs> these skates. Same thing with my knives. I need to make sure these, these knives are sharpened. We don't really even assess when our knives are dull, right? Like we don't know. We've just been using them forever. And then all of a sudden you start yeah. cutting that tomato, right? Like J- J- Chef Zolgad yeah, starts cutting a tomato and he realizes, oh, it's just kind of it's not really sharp enough. You're smushing slips. your food. It slips and he's cutting his hand. He can't do a podcast. No, Judd will do a podcast regardless with the cut hand. I know that I know him well yeah, enough, but I will I say it. I'll go to mydollknives.com or go to Vivrant in downtown Wyzetta to get these knives sharpened. It's okay, fellas. And it's okay. Ladies too. go sharpen your knives. It's important to have good food. Uh, go check out Vivrant. Mybaddollknives.com. Send the link in the bio too. If you want more information, great deals there as well. Go to Vivrant.com. Also Judd Lee, um, you know, I, I do get my popcorn ready, obviously, for uh, for all big games, whether I'm watching at home or whether I'm at the movie theaters. But mostly my friends at Popped Corn in Minnetonka off Shady Oak Road off Highway 62. Great selection of popcorn. Tons of different flavors from dill pickle to Southwest Heat. A lot of great flavors of popcorn. Go to PoppedCorn.com, too, if you're not in the metro here in the Twin Cities. You can go to PoppedCorn.com. Delicious popcorn. Mentioned in, in the checkout that you heard this ad, too. On Judd's Hockey Show, that's Popcorn and Popcorn dot com.
0: Last thing for me, yes, sir. And I'll, I'll make this quick because i've I've expressed my I've expressed my disgust for this. Kalen Addison tonight, last game of a seven game home stand against the Kings is going to be scratched for a fourth straight game. Uh-huh. Why?
1: I, I think he's going to be traded. You know, we can. For, I think. He's, I, I think you he's know gone. what? I
0: think he's gone. I I think you're right. Yeah, I think he's like, gone. Why dude. else would you do this? Yep. Like, one game is a warning shot. Two games is a we're really pissed off shot. Three games is a huh. And four games is a this is ridiculous. Yeah, and look, you might I think you might be right.
1: I think he's going to get traded. I think I think there I don't know if it's a trade like exactly in the works as we speak, but there's no other solution otherwise of Dean doesn't like his play. Um, Garen maybe doesn't like his commitment. This is me completely speculating, by the way. I'm not reporting. Uh, They don't love the way he has turned out. Whether it's off the ice and on the ice, they have not been a big fan of his. And at this point, if you're playing a 37 year old guy who was scratched like 65 percent of the games this year, it's because potentially they want to ship him out of here and they don't want to risk an injury. I don't agree with this, by the way. I believe in no, keeping Kalen Addison I'm, and building I'm not around mad him. But I'm not disgusted at you. That has to be the reason, man. Like,
0: there's no other reason for it to be. So, how did Matt Dumba make it for so long? Even that—that's another good one. But I mean, they're very they're very similar in original skill set, right? Yep. Offensive guys, defensive lapses. I, I mean, Matt Dumba is a stronger player, or 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 he was. But you know, they put up with more BS from Dumba. I, I mean, Bill Guerin obtained Kalen Addison from Pittsburgh in the Zucker trade, and had seen him and had been part of the brass that brought him into Pittsburgh. I just I think you're right. I think they're going to trade him, and I I feel like now. To, and this might be totally wrong, but I feel like now, to a lesser extent, that this is sort of like what the Coyotes are doing to Chickering.
1: Yeah, same thing. Chicken I mean, yeah. hasn't
0: played in in like seven games. And by the way, this is going to have to be addressed. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You're scratching guys because you're going to. You basically are afraid that they might get get hurt. Chickering's gonna. chicken could go something like nine to ten games without playing. That's mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing. But when you have a really good player on a really bad team, and that really bad team, basically, you know, teams don't tank. Okay, yeah, they do, dummies, and here's how. they, You know, the Arizona Coyotes are literally trying to forfeit games. Uh, That's a different story. But Kalen Addison not playing again to me, yeah, I think you got to be right, man. I don't think this is a warning now. I think that this is a we're going to sit your ass until we trade you. And uh, I would love to know, like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more about to your to the word that you used commitment. There has to be more that we don't know here, because like Alex Goligoski's plan.
1: Yeah, man, it, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. So I think I think he's gone, and I just, I guess, and they might yeah. Look, you can get some value for him. He's more valuable than Greenway. He's more valuable than Dumba. So maybe no, I
0: know. Maybe he's, I think he might look at the points in the power play, Dex. Yeah,
1: maybe he's more of someone that helps you get Tyler Vertuzzi. Maybe that is. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's someone that can help you get him. So and I know Judd. That is, Judd's more upset because that means he also has to watch Alex Goligoski play like 14 minutes tonight, and he's not. Uh, I, just have a lot of, to that. I just have a lot. I just
0: have. Well, you know what? I did it's not so much Bill. I just have a lot of questions when it comes to Dean.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think um, they work hand in hand a little bit, but yes, I do think uh, Dean sometimes pulls more, and he should. He's the head coach. I I don't right, right, him for right, that, right. I just yeah.
0: right. I just question some of the. I, I I question what he wants to see, and I question. Um, here's what worries me. What worries me is this, and I'm not joking here. They've got a lot of young players coming up, which is awesome. Like they've built a farm system. Good for them. It's really good. Heck, the athletic has it. Number one in the entire league is Dean. The guy to manage these guys. Yeah. That's a- there's going to be a lot of mistakes. There's going to be, there's going to be attitudes that are issues. I mean, these are young human beings, young males, very unpredictable people. Um, You know, I just, when I look at how he handles guys and what he skews to, um, you know, someday you're going to have to accept the fact that Marco Rossi is far more important and needs to be playing way more than Frederick Goudreau. Mm-hmm. Are you the guy to do that? That That's what worries me. The whole Kalen thing to me, because look, these guys are young guys. They are. They're going to do stupid things off the ice. Um, on the ice, they're going to do stupid things. Are you the guy to manage those guys? Because I tell you what, it's one thing to have these guys rated, hey, they're really good. It's another to cultivate them into professional hockey players. And yes, you want them to be responsible players, two-way players, that's great. But if the ramifications are going to be, hey, Bill, Bill, Will you sign this old bill. fogey from a nursing home bill? Because I might want to replace Markle Rossi with father bleeping time because father time gets back on defense. Give me a break.
1: Hey, by the way, you can check out uh, University of St. Thomas Hockey this weekend. They're wrapping up their regular season against Bemidji State this weekend at nice. St. Thomas Ice Arena uh, before the, uh, the CCHA. quarterfinals uh, take place here in a couple weeks, but they wrap up their regular season this weekend, home against Bemidji State. Go to TommySports.com to buy tickets, or you can hear the games on 1500 ESPN2 right here in the Twin Cities. Go to TommySports.com to go watch Tommy's hockey. And a uh, last shout-out to the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. Hockey players like golf, right? Judd Zolgag kind of likes golf. I think he likes golf.
0: I like golf. I just don't play it. Which we'll Light get him to, down, down hall, purple, we'll, 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 di- purple
1: daily. We'll get you to swing a club. Maybe maybe a nine iron. Maybe you'll I tee up, tee it high, let it fly on a driver to, a new hybrid. No, There's plenty of no, options retired. there, but you no, can retire. You can definitely talk hockey. You can talk Judd's ear off about Alex Goligosky playing more than Kalen Addison. And he will uh, happily oblige right at the 19th hole there at the choice bank, Minnesota golf show. Go to score North app to uh, get your tickets now. All right, Judd Lee uh, programming note. AJ Frederickson. Speaking of uh, speaking of being healthy, scratches. I'm healthy scratching myself. God willing, with good this luck weather. Out of
0: town. Yeah, yeah, I'm good supposed luck.
1: to be out of town here. About in uh, a little more than 24 hours, I'm hopefully on a plane. Uh, but AJ will be in to talk some hockey with you and Jess uh, potentially tomorrow and later on this week. So you and AJ will be uh, guiding the ship here after that. Uh, but hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports entertainment. This has been Judd's Hockey Show and Pass Shoot Score.
0: You know, there's no room for petty bull.